Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm going back to where the beach is near. The beer is dear. There's plenty of women out the crowd. Walk your hand for a second. The whistle is gone. And slide on over as far as you can. By the well, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Episode 2, Sligo Podcast. Joined here by Rossa Boy Norm Yarty. I'm Adrian Apartment. It's great to be here, lads. Welcome. Yes, it's great to be back. Good to be back for week two. Looking forward to it. Didn't think we'd see it this far. Certainly didn't, but uh, happy with where we're at. Yeah, we were nearly cancelled there about three minutes ago. Uh, sound engineer and Tansy had an awful, an awful cut at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> banging a pen on the table. Um, so Don't do it. Look, that's the standards. You set the bar high, Tansy. You're dead right. I've learned my lesson. Um, I've been scolded. But no, we're very happy to be back. Uh, great reaction last week, lads. Yeah, look... Uh, very positive. Um, I was surprised at how many people actually listened to it. Um, people seem to enjoy it, so let's hope we can do it again this week. Yeah, it was good buy-in, especially from all the expats. They seem to be really enjoying it from uh, overseas, checking in on what's going on. So it was great to hear from everybody. <coughs> Should send one of those uh, messages here on Facebook. Wow, blown away by all these comments. <laughs> Blessed. <laughs> or else uh, one, one of the tweets you see a footballer uh, tweeting to fans after a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We let you down last week, but the fans are unreal. We, we go again. Jim Monday, we go again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a good week. Um, I suppose last week... The Sligo news with the footballers had just broken just as we were kind of recording. So pretty bad. It. Yeah, it was pretty bad timing for us, I suppose. But um, I suppose we did kind of feel at the time that we were recording that um, yeah, that the game wasn't going to go ahead. Um, I know we're going to talk about it later in the show, but I don't think it came as any surprise to anybody that that game did not go ahead. And Russell Boyd shakes his head in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, across, across the studio, as I'll hold my reserves for later across on. Across the layer, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Around part four, I have it down here. We'll have, we'll go to correspondence soon enough. Had a bit in, lads. Um, we have some, of course, Rovers. Big, big night last night. Yeah. Uh, uh, what a finish to the season. League season. Season not over yet. Yeah, I'm still buzzing here, Edo. Uh, great night. What a couple of results now. It's great. Back in Europe again. Um, I thought it was going to be a long time before we were going to be back there again. Uh, but what a performance last night by the team. I mean, 
That was that was up there with the best wins I've seen even even in the last 10, 15 years. It's been amazing from Rovers. Yeah. You were delighted last night in the WhatsApp group, and you're a little bit emotional about it. I was a little bit emotional. Yeah, I hope I don't get too emotional now during the show. Um, <laughs> and you <laughs> the tissues ready anyway, so it's a safe place. I was off my balcony playing a, a Finn Harp song last night, which I think the neighbours found a bit uh, strange. But yeah, we'll have uh, a bit of that later on as well. It's an absolute belter. Although it's uh, association with Rangers and a bit of Man United as well. But no, it's good. It's good. The boy. <laughs> the poison value of uh, they know a good chant um, yeah we'll have that we'll have rugby then Ross uh, with Ross and we'll go to the GA then and finish up with our lock of the week and Sligo our inaugural Sligo dancer of the week um, the Twitter poll put out we'll come to that in a second lock of the week lads another inaugural everything was inaugural last week <laughs> yeah everything was uh, first time off um, lock of the week didn't go too well no we started well we started well. Yeah, we started well now. The uh, the Southland Derby. It was a the obscure <laughs> bet came through. If you're following it, Ross had a Southland rugby team in New the, Zealand. The minor 10 cup. At half six in the morning as a plus 10 <laughs> handicap, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually, I am surprised. There was a good few people following that bet, which <laughs> did surprise me. So I suppose on my own behalf, um, Brentford, the bees were, you know, yeah. they're usually a locking at home, but yeah. Neil Warren has that middle of the tuned up. Maybe I should have factored that in when I was doing it last week. I don't know. Yeah, I looked at the table then after the, what the bet was put in on the Friday, and I was like, this isn't going to be a lock of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got a better one pick for this week, I think. See, Russ Common let me down. Um, I was always told when I was younger, I never trust Russ Common, man. But I didn't, I didn't listen to it. I should have. Um, no, they were, they were poor against... Actually, what am I talking about? They were poor against New York because I fell asleep during the whole game. <laughs> and I woke up to the final whistle was going... Um, so Russ Common didn't come through against me. Oh, lock of the week. Well, hopefully, we'll bring it home this week. Hopefully, lads. Um, similar round. No, you haven't used four coming into it this week. Yeah, right? we've. It's a bit bit wilder this week now. But. Yeah, but look, that's that's the way I am. I got a roaster. Um, so dancer of the week, lads. Roscoe, I'll let you. Well, no, I let the man who nominated him as a dancer of the week and uh, announce the winner. The inaugural pair of Sligo Way Y fronts. So the Sligo Way Y fronts are going to uh, at Sligo Stats. That was my nomination. Right. So I get three points on the board. Um, I suppose you know the mystery behind Sligo stats. Who do we send them to? Yeah, they'll probably have to get in touch with us via DM. Look, we won't reveal your, we won't we won't reveal your um, identity, but uh, we'd like to get them white fronts out to you anyway. So, and we'd like some sort of a kind of a face down. You don't have to show the face, but just the body <laughs> just down yeah, with yeah. the with the white fronts just on. Just forget and then with the only fans page we're talking about launching. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting uh, revenue stream potentially. All right, yeah, but uh, Sligo stats very niche market. We'd love to see in the pair of the pair of whites. Um, they're not. They're actually. They're getting manufactured. A minute. Um, we sent Hannah. You went looking for white fronts for us today. <laughs> they're, not, they're not. They're not an essential item. It turns out. So no. the printing press is cold. Yeah. <laughs> so, minute. but look, in production, we the print machine is working. Um, yeah, but test done. Yeah, we look forward to getting them out to whoever and whomever or whatever Sligo stats is. <laughs> it could be anything. It could be. Is it a bot? I don't know. Mm. People have any ideas around that? Just DM yeah. the page. Our Actually, DMs, yeah. Our DMs are open. Slide we right in. Yeah. Right, lads. That's introduction. We'll go to a bit of correspondence. Hello, my name is Mr. Burns. I believe you have a letter for me. Okay, Mr. Burns. Uh, what's your first name? I don't know. Okay, welcome to correspondence section, lads. We had a bit in during the week. We'd, of course, Willie got in touch last week. Yeah. Willie Rogers. Um, a lot of people worried about him. I got a lot of messages. <laughs> Same, great to hear from Willie from school. He probably hasn't been heard since since the water logging out in Strand Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's in good health though we were yeah, he's speaking to him during the he's weekend obviously, he's obviously hooked up to the he, world wide web he got over that knee operation I think the swimming really helped though he did yeah yeah. yeah. Robert Cabman helped him through with that anyways this week we'll start lads we got a tweet in from Fergal O'Donnell I'll read it out 
Enjoyed the podcast, lads. Well done. Um, there was nearly what grinds my gears at one stage. I'd say that's in relation to the GA, but I went on a rant about uh, <laughs> the slight coronavirus Facebook page. <laughs> the monkey, yeah. And the monkey, Good yeah, feedback that's, on yeah. the monk as well, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a topic for next week. Who's the best player ever to play in the showgrounds? Without just the best player we've seen, I suppose. Um, I'll throw it to you, Marty, first. Um, I suppose, I assume Fergal means the best player to play for Rovers. Um Look, there'll be a good few contenders for that one, um, even going back to the mid-90s, the likes of Eddie Annan, I mentioned Johnny Kenny last week, um, you know, even going through that, like, even Willie McStay was fantastic as a player-manager, but um, for me, probably only one person stands out, um, from 1928 when Sligo Rovers were formed, to 2008, the club won five major trophies, uh, in 2009, they signed Joey and Doe. And in the following five seasons, won six major trophies. So, and we haven't won one since. <laughs> so I would, yeah, look, there's a lot that would fall. Like, there's a lot of players I would look back thinking that are great players. But the greatest player I think I've seen play in the showgrounds, both football-wise and the difference he made to the football club, was Joseph Ndo. Yeah, um, I knew you want to say that, I think. <laughs> well, because you told me you were going to say a few minutes ago when I said I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was something else. Like, um, it wasn't just, you know, he'd all the skill in the world, whatever, but. And he's all this great highlights reel, but as you said, he brought just a different culture completely, didn't he? Yeah, I, I think so, and I think people do actually forget that. Like that stat is, I always find is a great stat that you know yeah, they literally won six one. six trophies in five years when he was there. You know, um, he's just an amazing person. He's actually he's trained a couple of times with us with Cartron, and yeah, he can still do it on the pitch. I can confirm as well. So, so. any sign with a transfer form? Uh, no sign of a transfer form yet, just yet. I don't know if he actually wants to play, but he only just uh, he came down for training. Just you know, he'd have a couple of contacts with the club, so. Nice guy too. Ah, he's a lovely fella. Yeah. Lovely fella. Great addition to the town. I love the stories about you get the fe- people signing for Rovers and they end up just coming co- coming Stay here and staying here forever. Yeah, yeah. There's, 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 there's so many of them around. Like Even big Anthony Eldin out in Riverstown there. Yeah. He's, a, he's a fireman now, I think, is he? Is he? He's a young fella banging in the goals for under... under he is, under yeah. Jump, yeah. He? Looks, looks like a good player. Roscoe? Sorry, yeah. I'm going for um, Indo as well there. If it's the Rovers thing, if it was a case of best player opposition, I don't know. I just think Tony Sheridan or Tony Sheridan flew a shell. Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably wasn't the best player in the finish. No, Tony Sheridan was great. He was player, silky. Yeah. I think he was. He was brilliant. Yeah. Shells around that time in '95, '96. It was. Yeah. Yeah. He was very good. Yeah. Roscoe. Yeah, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Uh, probably not going as much for a legend, but I'm going to go for Darren Manseram. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go, go ahead. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, all ears. A uh, couple of memorable chants, and I believe he actually had to share a house with John Bellew at one stage, and both of them were involved with Bohemian. So, any man that had to put up a Bellew in a, in a house um, get, gets the gong for me. <laughs> Darren Mance, if you're listening, um, you're Russell Boyle's professor of player in the showgrounds, the Mance. Um, yeah, the Bellew lived with him up in DCU when they were with Bose. I believe so, yeah. I think Sean so. Connor brought them up. I remember Bellew driving me to Dublin one day when he's up the train with Bose. He's up. Once a week. You sent a loan to Donegal Celtic then, uh, Johnny Bellew. And uh, Ronan, you'd be a cheer person now. You, John Bellew would be under your wing, would he? John Bellew would be under my wing, yeah. John. Um, Man's Rabbits were gone, we're completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the John Bellew show. It's the John Bellew show. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Bellew, great, great character to have around the club. Um, he's obviously, he's got work commitment, so it's hard to tie him down week to week. Um, but look, he's still a big bull when he gets the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to get it off him. And he's, as I say, a great character. Must track down Mansram if we get a little Google yeah. going there. He'd be a good, good man to get in the show. He was around through memorable times. So Darren Mansram, Roscoe. Uh, Fergal, hope that answers your question. <laughs> <laughs> Joey and Doe will say. <laughs> um, for us, I think. Uh, Magoo, Shane McGoldrick. 
um, message in our Glenn Gordon's legs really plastic um, that was an old song from the Keyside Rovers days no one probably gets the reference it went to was it Andy Johnson Lubo Maratchik Glenn Gordon's legs are plastic it works yeah because he broke his leg and he had a <laughs> bit of operation so that was that uh, Niall Brady asked is Paddy Hennessy a better bouncer or referee um, and two, I think he only referred me once in the Gaelic and I think Tansy you said what I was going to say as well he was a better bouncer because he I wasn't old enough to get into Henry when he let me in, so great, great bouncer. Any, 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 anything on that, lads? Paddy Hennessy was a great bouncer. He was probably the, the first man I feared in town, I would have said. Yeah, top, top bouncer. Strolling up there as a 16-year-old, it was um, yeah, it was tough going back in the day, but right, top man, top bouncer. Yeah, so better bouncing referee, we'll go with that. Yeah, I'm happy with that. No. Yeah. Pack in the whistle and get the tux back on, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last bit of correspondence, um, I'll read this out, I'm true on the... The Messenger, <coughs> Facebook. Good morning. My message... Good mo- yeah, it was 9.38am. It's been a question. <laughs> time, but good morning. My message is for Ronan. Are you listening? I'm, I'm here. I'm here. <coughs> What's your opinion on cursing priests at League of Ireland games? I remember attending a Rovers at Lone Town game in the mid-90s and was appalled to hear a priest, who's now retired and will remain nameless, cursing in the shed. Should priests be allowed to let the collar off every now and again to let it all out? Or are they setting a bad example to the wider Slyo community? Mags in Tullahan. Um Strange one, Mags. Um, you might have a bit of chains on you there, Mags. I'd well, say. Mags and <clears throat> Tullahan message come true of Gary Clancy's Facebook page. Yeah, the the that is a bit strange. Now, so either Gary was lurking around with a Mags and he picked up his fo- his phone, or a Mags Callahan Tullahan has stolen Gary's phone. Yeah. So if that's the case, Gary Clancy, check in. Have you got your phone still? Um, yeah, good question. You may you, you might clarify that a bit better for next week, Gary. Um, I suppose in answer to your, the main part of your question, I suppose priests should be allowed to take the collar off every once in a while. I think that's what he's getting at, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it was to you. I, I, was, off, tra- I was trying. There's a couple of questions in it within, but yeah. Well, I don't know if you want. It's your opinion on cursing priests at the game, and also should they be allowed um, let it all out? If the collar's off. Let it out. Yeah, if he's not wearing that a collar. He's in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Max and Gary, thanks for it, man. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, you've caused consternation with this message, Clancy. Um, cursing priests in the shed in the 90s, yeah, go for it. I'd say you must have really left a mark on you if you still remember it. But, um, yeah, that's good. Oh, one last one. Connor Kenny sent a great suggestion, and we're going to get to that in a future. A future yeah, yeah, about. Connor Kenny's actually. Um, this could be a, a regular piece going forward. Yeah, he was actually looking for us to do a villain, a, a Sligo villain. Sligo villain. Yeah, so yeah. I suppose, like, without giving away any names, we actually stumbled across a few characters that we could, yeah. we could potentially use. I don't even have any sporting. No. Just no. general villains. Well, there was a couple of sporting ones. Well, there is sporting ones. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll get a good segment on that now. We'll have a bit of a think and get some, some good names. Give us one off the top of the head there Sean Connor. The Frenchman, do you remember him? He burnt down the Carlton. And then, ah, people, remember, if you remember the Frenchman, get involved. Because he's definitely he's definitely a Sligo villain. Ross, you might think of one. No pressure on right now. Like, <laughs> Who do you really hate, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to keep muting this one. Right, right. Having trouble. So maybe a segment going forward. Like it's great. We're keeping sporting, I think. because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, We could be. Whenever yeah. we go off that, we get a bit of trouble. Like our, we, we, we tried a, a newspaper section last week and it just didn't yeah, work out for us. It had to be edited out. It ended up with Ross reading the core pages about a Shannon Rovers fan. It was bad. It was bad. That might make it, our, sounded, it sounded better. It might, we might make our cut section at Christmas, maybe. We can. Yeah. yeah, the bloopers reel. Yeah. Right, that's all with the correspondence, lads. Uh, we're going to come back with the Rovers. 
Thin hips, thin hips, we're really on the way. Thin hips, thin hips, we're really in the sea. <laughs> Up the hips, man. Up the hips. <laughs> the rover section has started with a tribute. To our great neighbours in Ballywell Fair. A Harris. raucous tribute. Raucous, raucous. I was going to call it the shade. They do have a shade there still. Um, one of the few grounds left with the shed, actually. One of the few grounds. We'll uh, give them a pass on that. Definitely letting it? supporters in. There's a few people lurking around. I watched the Shams game. There's was, was a lot of stewards. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good way to get a few in, all right, actually. Um, what a win for the Harps, lads! <clears throat> great win for the Harps as well. <laughs> Starting <laughs> off our Rover section. Yeah. Glad to see them stay up, but uh, it's all about Rovers. All obviously, it made a huge difference to us. So Dundalk last night. Yeah. Talk us through it. Fantastic performance. I mean, like, we went there and our look, I know Dundalk are probably leggy after playing in the Europa League, but like they've still got a squad. I'd say I'd say their budget is probably twice ours at this stage. Um started off, we started off brightly. Um then was it twelve minutes in, I think. Jesse Davers, I think he was going for the top corner. I think he spotted Rogers off his line. I think he there'll be a few men out there. There's, there, there is a big uh, Jesse the Body fan club out there on uh, Twitter. So um no, yeah, so went one nil up actually for the ten or fifteen minutes after we scored. Not we didn't create any major chances. Um but I actually still thought we were the better team. Uh got to halftime one nil. Uh, Ed McGinty had a fantastic save. Um, just about three minutes before half time. Yeah, uh, save of the season. It could be, might be one of the best saves I've ever seen. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we got to half time. Um, second half again, Dundalk came out as you'd expect. Uh, Ed made another great save at one stage, but I never felt that they were, you know, bombarding us. Um, we had the one goal lead um, at this stage now, with about 20 minutes to go. It was a case of trying to watch Bally Buffet and watch Dundalk because. Um, well, that was the thing. Harps took the lead just before half time. Yeah. So, when we took the lead for 12, <coughs> whatever, whatever, Dave, Davers, Jesse. <laughs> the body. <laughs> we, the body. We still needed um, Harps goal. Yeah, so yeah. Just in four half time, you were just, I know you're watching two games anyways, but you were suddenly clued Yeah, it was, games. yeah. I must say, the last 20 minutes were probably as nervous as I've been watching a Sligo Rovers match in, I don't know, 10 or 15, like, it's even 10 years. I've anyway. animated in the showgrounds. And I have been animated in the showgrounds, Adrian, but, uh, yeah, look, then, um, we, uh, Again, I never, I, I really thought it was like it was back to the walls, but like I never felt like Dundalk were absolutely battering us in a way, no. you know, that you would expect kind of from the dog. Like at the end of the day, Dundalk didn't really know what was going on in Ballyboffe either, you know, and they were oh, looking to finish third. Yeah. So, um, and then look, 92nd minute on the counter attack, um, Cochran <coughs> fires in an absolute bullet into the top corner. Cool. At this stage, um, a fella for Harps was clearing one off the line. That was outrageous. 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 Did Roscoe, yeah? I didn't say that at all. I was up on Twitter and whoever done the edit for the Twitter cut it like Yeah, it cut it at the wrong time, right? Wrong time, yeah. But um yeah, there was the keeper was out the fucking sorry, language. The keeper was uh, past the penalty spot, ball was gone behind him. It was actually two on one nearly. There was a fellow on the line. Yeah, yeah, there was a guy uh, the other no, side. He's always gonna shoot, and I squared it and <laughs> last man the line kept Harps out of playoff and put us into a potential European position and kept Waterford out of Europe. Yep, great to see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I was, <laughs> I don't think it's quite. Uh, I don't think it's quite fully sunk in yet. Um, now, obviously, look, there is a way where we can't, where we don't qualify. Uh, we've nearly got that in our own hands because we'd be playing Derry in the quarterfinals. Just a reminder that if Derry win the cup, or, or Atlone. if Atlone were to win the cup, which would be, yeah, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be mighty ducks type. Stuff. That, it really, really would. But uh, look, it was a great like. 
performance has been patchy. Um, you know, there's been a couple. We I think we discussed that last week. There, there has been a couple of bad performances thrown in there, but in the main, since we returned from lockdown, I mean, uh, we've been very, very good. And like, you know, this is like I, I genuinely feel. I, I, I think I mentioned that last week as well. The start of our success was qualifying for Europe in 2008. Um, it, I, I do feel. I, I was that, thinking that today. Yeah. Like that clearly was the building block. The bit of not that it was a bit of money, but to bring extra quality and keep quality and bring it down the line in four or five years' time. Yeah. To, to win the league. To win the league, exactly. Yeah. And it was, it was it definitely was the building block. I know the year after we actually we qualified we weren't great in the league that year, but we did qualify for the cup final against Fingal, the one we lost. Um but then twenty ten we're winning FAI Cup and League Cup. Obviously went on twenty eleven winning the cup, twenty twelve to win the league. Um I think we got the right man in charge. I think we've got the right man in charge um, and it's just the difference the qualifying for Europe makes I mean you could potentially be talking about half or three quarters of your budget if you win a game in it you know it's yeah. it's just it, it's absolutely huge And in terms of holding on to players as well it's big time yeah big time yeah and it just allows us and like I think even in Liam Buckley's interview last night uh, you could see that that little bit of excitement with him um you know, I think he knows that he'll have a bit more of a war chest to go with next year. Um, I, like, it already has me excited. Um, I've probably been on edge since last night. <laughs> <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, I was singing Finn Harp songs off my balcony last night, which is, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a new one for even me. Maybe get the neighbours to check in to, to, to confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they heard a big shout about two minutes before that. <laughs> it is a banger in fairness. <laughs> One more time, Marty. Finn Harps! Finn Harps! We're really on the way. <laughs> on the Harps. On the Harps. But uh, a special mention to Raf Gatero, of course. The Tubber Curry Tornado. Yeah, we'll toast our white wine spritzers here to Raf. <laughs> Still going strong. Yeah, Colin Milani was actually doing the commentary on it for League Watch LOI. Good Sligo man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so <coughs> Europe comes around next June, so. Europa League Two, I believe it's going to be. Europa League Two, yeah. I I was doing a bit of reading. On I it today. To do it myself. Yeah, it's a bit. It's kind of complicated. Um, no new nations, or there's no new places for nations that they're all, they're not already getting for exactly. Europa League. It's just there, there's less of the bigger teams yes, going actually yeah, into yeah, the competition. Yeah. But that's because um, the Europa League One, as we call it now, has been dumbed down as well. That's not going to be as many teams. No, there's not going to be as many teams in, in Europa League One, I suppose. Is what so we're it's going to be call the exact same strength of Europe that we of what have been up against anyway. Usually in the early qualifying rounds. Yeah. yeah. From, from my reading of it now, I don't know how they're yeah, going to work it. Too. Yeah, not with um I suppose we've been out of Europe. Um your coefficient is based on your last five years in Europe. We obviously haven't been in Europe, so our coefficient will actually be quite small for the draw. Um to be honest, uh, it looks like in the first round anyway, we should be drawing drawing a team quite similar in standard to us, even if they are seated. Um, so, look, it, it really is just something to look forward to next year. Um, obviously, with the news yesterday of a potential vaccine against COVID, I don't think we're going to get into too much COVID-related stuff here, but uh, what a day. Yeah, what a day. There was a lot of people excited about trips to Europe, wasn't there? That was the talk of it last night now, but it's such a difference that it make. You nearly felt bad for Shamrock Rovers there, getting AC Milan over and couldn't get a, a fan into the stadium. I've never felt bad for Shamrock Rovers in my life, Ross. <laughs> really, it was actually no. I thought it was, I actually thought it was hilarious. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it was an up and down evening, wasn't it? Like not up and down, but I suppose the early Rovers goal settled a bit. But I was watching a league table. That was all I was nearly doing. Like, yeah, yeah, and of course Ross was doing the uh, as it stands on our on our Twitter that was page. Actually me. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Ross. No, no, no. Apologies. I uh, I take it back. <laughs> take I take it back. It back. Um, yeah, it was. It was. I suppose. 
you're right. I, I think I I didn't really believe it until Harp scored. Um, you just kind of felt something was you know going to go wrong. Then even <laughs> heading time as well. Yeah, heading yeah six 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 minutes he put up. You know, like heading into the second half, you know you're sitting there watching two games that are one nil, and you need them both to stay that way. Like it's, it was, it was tough watching for the second half, but um, again, great feeling from talking to people um, last night and seeing the reaction on Twitter. Like Twitter went you can just, wild, it? yeah, you can just see. Um, like I don't care what anybody says. Like Sligo Rovers is the heartbeat of Sligo Town and the county. Um, it's a club for the people. Uh, you could see by the reaction last night. I think Berkey saying that Ian Burke said to save Christmas. It did. <laughs> they have saved Christmas, yeah. Good feeling for a bleak Monday night, though, in fairness. Ah, well, look, in, in November. Yeah, and even just overall, I suppose, yeah. we've been talking about this lockdown. Um, this lockdown, I I definitely think, you know, it's, it's been harder to get out and do a bit, but it's a lot easier in the fact that there's sport on TV, um, you know, between the soccer and the Gaelic, the rugby, you know, there's, there's plenty on now. Um, but yeah. It's nice to see some Monday night games, isn't it? Yeah, like even with, with that last night, like, you know, you'd love to be there, but. Like the watch, the watch League of Ireland stream wasn't great. I, in fairness to them, I think it was the first time they were broadcasting five games at once, so <laughs> you'd probably give them a little bit of a pass. But um, it was the second best thing to not be in there, you know. Yeah. So I won't go into. We'll go down into this further down the line when more episodes come. But for next year, it gives Buckley a chance to add to the squad and keep what he wants. I suppose. What What do you think needs to be added? Step. Go an extra extra step. Uh, to go the extra step, um, I, I genuinely need to get to that next step to get to that Shams and Dundalk That's level. A long way away. Well, Dundalk isn't a long way, but Shams have a Yeah, we could be looking at probably a couple of years. Yeah. I suppose you probably will be just, um, you will be just looking to build a squad. Uh, I think you're, you're going to have to look at having, you know, maybe it was a weakness where, especially early on, we didn't have players to come off the bench that could really affect the game. Um, they'd be probably... Definitely the areas I'd be looking improving, just our overall squad. Um, I do think it has to be mentioned, though, like that team was probably backboned by three lads that have come through the academy. Uh, John Matten, who was absolutely exceptional last night. Um, hor- horrific injury at the at the start of the year. Niall Moran has probably been player of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, another great game last night. Um, you know, and then Ed McGinty in goals. Now, I know Ed was signed a, a bit later, but... You know he's he's up six. He's he's moved over here from Scotland. Yeah. Uh, there's just there are three lads who get it, and I think that that rubs off. And even someone like David Cawley now, you know, he'd be an honorary cycle man at this stage. Like, you need people to to, to get the football club. You know, to just and I, I know Liam Buckley has references that since he's come here, he just cannot believe what it actually means to the people of Sligo. Well, he even mentioned to me on the Central last night the beaches. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tourism. But even before last night, getting the top four. It was big. The big thing was, I said, like the last few weeks, there's been two year contracts wrapped up with a lot of players. That's, that's massive. Massive, yeah. And like, fair play to the club. I mean, it's not common around the league. Very no, much. and it's, you know, you're looking at the season next year, you don't know whether there's going to be people there or not, you know. Um, yeah. I suppose this European money will give a bit of a, again, hope, assuming we get to Europe. Um, but like, I suppose that'll give them a bit of a break to be able to sign players and maybe uh, get, get another couple of players on their contract that are in the squad there. Um, but yeah, no, fair play to the club, um, especially, you know, the likes of Mahan and, and Morhan. You want them type of lads tied down. David Cawley as well tied down. I assume they'll be doing business over the next couple of weeks as well. I think so. Um, like Mahan, I suppose, wouldn't... Well, the season would have been ending. The cup final probably would have been last week if, if everything went... If everything was normal, yeah, so yeah. We didn't expect to see much football this year at all. So no, no. But kind of worked for him, come back from the horror injury. Uh, 
give the couple lash now, surely. Nothing to lose there. Well, have the Derry match has actually just yeah, important. Just like, beat Derry and just get yeah. just you know that knocks one block out of the way to make sure yeah. we get to Europe. But uh, yeah, essentially we've a free shot at the cup now. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, like there's no reason why we. You know, I'd be hopeful we definitely beat Derry uh, in the showgrounds. Big time, yeah, big and Derry. You know, Derry haven't. Although it's been a funny league, you know, they, they only finished like five points off us, but they're. You know, they were a point outside the relegation playoff there last night. So, um, no reason to fear Derry in that quarter final. And then, look, we'll be away to Shams in the semi final. It pains me to say it, but they're clearly the best team in the league at the minute. But uh, again, you just have a, you'd have a free lash at the minute. Just, exactly. just have a goal. You know? yeah. um, I'm delighted for Ron Coughlin's going this night. Brilliant chat. Yeah. He's the first, the start, like the first few games of lockdown and the four games before lockdown, he was just breaking his balls every single game he was shattered and then yeah. he seemed to get no real rest at all and his form wasn't great yeah well he hasn't missed a minute of the season yeah he's played <laughs> <out>. <laughs> no rest at all no real rest no rest you know so um, his form probably dipped a bit I don't know what's the truth yeah I like, well I just thought that I think a few people saying that as well yeah yeah no I think so, he, I think he had a couple of games there where it wasn't just the usual that you'd expect yeah. from Coughlin but like even he just does so much work up oh, there it's, and it's yeah, you know it's huge he's, but, uh, nice reward then, like, nice reward with the goal yeah and just I suppose him, I think there was only two outfield players who have played every minute of the whole season. So, like, I mean, that's a grand. Uh, oh, I think it might have been the Bowes goalkeeper. Oh, right, sorry. That have played every every minute of the season. Yeah. I'll have to check that, but uh, I think that's a it's a great stat for in itself. Trader, yeah. Do you know, for a striker that yeah. literally runs his oh. off every game, you yeah, know. Oh, curse away. Yeah, curse away, curse away. Uh. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we just got to, yeah, I think we just got to try and hoover up now the best players that we have w- within our squad. And start looking maybe further afield and hopefully just keep this momentum regardless of what happens in the Cup. We'll have momentum going into next season anyway. Sounds good. One more time. Right, we can't leave the Rovers lads without um, a special mentioning a special anniversary that occurred last last Thursday. Last Thursday, fifth of November. Oh, I'll be forever remembered in Sligo history. Remember, remember the fifth of November, Ross. Were you were in Sligo? Th- you were doing away, two thousand twelve. Taxi Gate. Aaron, you asked me what Taxi Gate was there yeah. <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Hard to describe. Uh, <laughs> it was really when we seen the best of our town, I think. That's, that's yeah, funny. Yeah. And there's, gonna be special, there's been a few people looking for a taxi get special. Uh, we actually look, tried to look up Jason McGuinness. I'd say he's we, not hard found, in fairness. We didn't look too hard. Search his name on Twitter. If anyone knows where he is, get onto the page. We'll, we'll contact <laughs> yeah. him. Um, yeah, I'd love to do a taxi get special. Uh, yeah. What, what, a, what a time for social. And Twitter wasn't that big back then. Wasn't huge, like. It no. Was yeah, no. It was more Facebook orientated. Well, that's but. where the comments came from, and the whole thread. He's up there somewhere. I might put it up. Uh, I think yeah. I put it up last week, actually. There is a link to it, all right, yeah. Um, some huge shouts. Special mention to Michael Bree. Um, Gary Clancy came with a few. Neil O'Brien had a great day on it that day, yeah. Crackers, yeah. Martin uh, Bricks. Martin Bricks, Bricksy came in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's just a few characters <laughs> in there as well. Uh, gonna, yeah, lest we forget. I was going to say something. Um, oh, it's gone out of my head. There was um, where Gary Dillon was making all the posts. <laughs> he was good with the social media. He was, yeah. Images yeah. Up. There was a Hitler video. Um, oh, that was it. It was the election was going on for o- for Obama's second second term. Yeah, I can't think of which. Taxi get trended ahead of it <laughs> 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 in Ireland, 
And if you was, search Taxi Gate, there's been a few Taxi Gate actually because I think Garrett Barry robbed a taxi and they West Brom started calling Taxi Gate and there's other bits. But um, if you search hashtag Taxi Gate, you'll eventually come to some Rovers stuff and like there's other clubs asking, can any Rovers fans explain to me what Taxi Gate is? How would you explain it really? A man didn't, wasn't happy the price was Taxi <laughs> and gave out about it. And he shook his fist. And, he shook his fist. Fist. Yeah. and then it went on Facebook and then it just blew up. I'm still buried for this Lego Champion page on Facebook for thousand <laughs> of it. But anyways, that's coming up. Uh, we will actually have a special. Taxi Gate special coming up hopefully. That'll be a live show. Um, that's off the Rovers. Back next week with more from that. Uh, rugby coming up. On to Cook. Campese. Campese, the change of pace again. The dummy and clear. Oh, what another just mesmeric try. Okay, back with rugby. Roscoe, not a huge amount of rugby going on this week. No, there's, there's, there's not much here. going on. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> so uh, not much at all in terms of we're still, still in lockdown. We haven't had any updates yet from the IRFU and Connacht branch about the uh, return to play. Um, so we're just hoping for something there, really. Any word from the moderator this week? No word from the moderator, now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, he actually... doesn't say much, though. During last week's show, I was just thinking, imagine walking into Toffs in about 2008 with the sash. The moderator. The moderator. Yeah. <laughs> Untouchable. <laughs> Untouchable. Straight to the VP upstairs. Yeah. We laid up. <laughs> Fat frog's been dropped down to you. Go, sorry, Ross. No, you're, you're, you're all right, Adrian. <laughs> we'll, we'll maybe do a full segment on the fat frogs and the, the joy used to bring us back in the day another time. Um, look, round this week from the rugby club, um, Hannah Johnson, she's been called into the Irish under-20s training squad. Yeah, I've seen that all right. So it's, it's, it's nice for Hannah now. She was actually in the Irish under-18s squad as well. Um, it was in a match versus Scotland. And unfortunately, due to COVID, everything was curtailed there, so she didn't actually get capped. Um so this is a chance for now to, to get back into the Irish setup uh, and, and, and hopefully cement a place in there and then, and then get that cap that you would have hopefully got against Scotland. Um, another person locally doing a bit at the moment is Dunnock Byrne. Dunnock is in the Connacht Sevens squad. So they have a new setup this year that the Irish Sevens team play off against um, Connacht, Munster and Leinster in a, in a bit of a... I've seen that, yeah. Why aren't Ulster in that? Pardon? Why aren't Ulster in No, they are as well. Ulster oh, as well. Are, yeah, sorry. they're all it's in. So fighting, sorry. So they're, basically, it's like the, the, the provinces put their, their seven squad together. I've seen highlights a few weeks back or something. Yeah. something yeah. But it's really big though because um, the Irish seven teams, they're in the full World Series now recently. So it's, it's the sevens is a big focus in, in, in the country now. And um, these sevens, I suppose, series are chances for people to put their eyes in front of the Irish selectors. Definitely, yeah. Um, and it, it's paying dividends now. It's something that the Irish senior team probably hasn't had was uh, Sevens players coming into it. Um, Hugo Keenan came in from the Sevens there recently and, and Will Connors. Um, so it's just more feeders for the Irish national team, really. Where would Donald Cabrera play in the Sevens game, though? Be the forward. He'd be prop. Probably, prop, you know, there's, there's three men in, this, in, in the scrum. Yeah. So it's prop, hooker, prop. So it's basically loose forwards playing the, in the forwards. Um, or you can put him back. Once the ball's out, it's all, it's all, it's free fraud. That's it, yeah, it's free fraud, basically. So it's just, um, he's going really well, apparently. Um, our head coach, Paddy Pearson, was talking to El- Eric Elwood there. Uh, Eric said that he's he's been he's been he's going really well. Actually, got Eric Elwood's story. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> off off there. Yeah, no worries. I look forward to that. So he's he's getting stuck in. I'm really happy with how he's going. Brings real physical edge to the to the seven series. So it's good good to see Donica there. Um, he's not able to play much other rugby at the moment as he's in the academy. So he's he's um getting getting some minutes in there playing sevens. Um, just with the, our senior squad as well, the boys are doing November. Um, they're week one into it now, so it's it's, it's good crack to see now. Some of the young fellas are trying really hard to go. Jeez, you put a photo up uh, during the week of about eight fellas in a thing, and there's one guy 
there was no nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah, so we're just we're all really just you know ushering these young fellas on. It's Sorry, just, you know, to be putting the fella down if we're not growing fish. No, no, we're trying, right. no, like, but it's coming. But then it's again, a progress photo with nothing. It's a progress <laughs> photograph. Now there's some you know, baby slugs starting to blossom. On baby that. slugs. <laughs> but then to go from a baby slug to just a you know a baby <laughs> and a slug, Roger Burrows. He's the, the only man in the photograph there that's, uh, that's, that's got a good few years on him now. And he went from uh, a fresh face to, 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 to the look of a pedophile in about seven days. But Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> right. right. Um, a real dirty moustache. So um, the boys have got the Movember link up on the, the club social channel. So, um, good cause. Uh, so just there, if anyone yeah. wants to tribute there, get into it. And then finally, on the, on the rugby wrap-up, I uh, got to have a, a, a Zoom interview with Shawnee Henry. I was going to at the end. Yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, that was good. It was good to catch up with Shawnee. Um, I haven't, haven't talked to him for a long time, and it was just good to talk about some Ex-Connect old stories. Ex-Connacht and Munster and Sligo Rugby, of course. Correct. And um, you know, I didn't get to see out his full career. Um, he was injured in, in, in his mid-20s. So it was good to catch up with Sean and talk about his professional career and what he's doing now over in, uh, in America as well, in Boston. We might put that out in a few, maybe next week or the week after interview just had to do a bit of well there's no way I'm not saying we'll yeah. do editing on it sorry but we'll get it out uh, oh, next week hopefully yeah. 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 Um, did you watch the Play of Slow Australia New Zealand Saturday morning yeah I did <laughs> I did what uh, you make it was, it was look it's refreshing for the game you Australian know. passport don't you I do have an Australian well, passport. Well, your boy's done the business. Yeah, yeah, Congra- congratulations, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody congratulations. Yeah, it was good. Worse. It was good. Good to see the Kiwis get fed. It's good for the sport. It's just one of those things as well when someone's winning every Two year. Two Kiwi like dives there in the last 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, it was, they were good. Um, even there was a bit of rough housing, I was going to say. That sounds like something from the, the 40s. Uh, two red cards. Two red cards early on. Um, like the referee was consistent, to be fair to him. Just, you know, t- tackles, it wasn't malicious, they were just a little bit sloppy, and unfortunately, the first point of contact was the uh, was, was, on, was on the face, uh, the players weren't ducking or anything, so it was... Just the way the game is now, was it? Just the way the game is, so it was, yeah, look, you thought it was going to ruin the game, but then Australia went and evened things up with the uh, Lockie Swinton on debut, getting a red card as well, so that brought it down to 14 aside each, and uh, it was a really good game, um, it was good for the sport to see Australia win it, a couple of new young fellas coming through there as well, so... Hopefully that's um, you know put the spark back into that uh, that that rivalry again. Yeah, and Ireland back in action this week, Friday night, uh, Autumn Nations Cup. Autumn Nations Walking Cup. What kind of structures? I actually yeah. So we're basically, believe they're playing Fiji and Wales and a bit of and a England and England. And there's well. another game as well. I, maybe it's at the final. There's definitely there's, four games. There is. There's a final going after it as well. Like but there's so. only three being listed. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we'll see. Um, that's so Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. So look, India Viva. What's that? India Viva. It is, yeah. yeah. So looking forward to that now as well. A couple of, couple of players in there that haven't got the James Lowe. Yo, oh, James Lowe's yeah, a big one, yeah. looking forward to seeing him finally now in the, in the green jersey. And then a few lads like Ronan Kelleher, the hooker. Good to see how, see how he goes. Um, he's been touted as the next big thing, but he's had a couple of injuries. So uh, see how he goes this, this weekend. Um, so I suppose everyone's disappointed after the French match. So it'll be just good to see if we can uh, get back in and get a good performance going. What do you reckon it goes strength-wise? Um... It's 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 they're not far off full strength like but I'd say like, will he will he put that out or the maybe? team was named today oh, is, yeah, the team was the, the team was named today yeah right. just just earlier um so he's rested a few players brought in Pedro Man he's come back in um uh, Jameson Gibson Parks gets a start at nine so I'm lo- looking forward to seeing him play now he's really in form at the moment sexton nice, captain again sexton captain again like so you know Murray on the bench so probably the first time he's been been dropped to the bench and um. It'll just be good to see our response to that. But looking forward to seeing Gibson Park now. Just he's an attacking player. It's what we need. You know, the team is just often kind of criticised for a lack of flair, but he certainly likes to bring a bit to it. Um, and as I said, looking forward to seeing James Lowe play. So it should be a good, should, should be a good match. Yeah. Lowe will bring flair. Ah, there's something. 
I suppose something exciting about it. At least there's new players coming through, like as you mentioned, Keenan and yeah, Conan, and, 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 and the, well. the Welsh haven't been going well. I just seen that they've just they've been a disarray in the coaching staff. There was their oh, yeah. their, their, their um, defensive backs coaches let go there, so we'll see how they respond. Like they won the Six Nations last year and they finished second from bottom this year, you know. But look, then again, they're they rebuilding a new coach. They were yeah. So look, they'll be they'll be coming. They're pride. They're a very proud nation. They'll they're, they'll be wounded. So will Ireland. So. Best way to get back on the horses to get a win, so. Half six, Friday, or seven o'clock Friday evening, isn't it? Yeah. I think. You used to love the Welsh anthem, didn't you? Oh, absolute tune. We had our own Welsh anthem. We though. did, yeah. Uh, we are Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's for another day again. There's actually going to be a chant podcast as well. We do have a good few ones. <laughs> <laughs> Crackers out. Uh, that's Rugby Roscoe, I think. Thank you, Adrian. Good stuff. And um, we're going to come back with GAA. Chance here for Jesse Sloan. Can he score? Yes! Okay, we're back with GAA. Well, when we recorded last Tuesday, lads, it came through to the Sligo game. Um, it was known that the COVID cases came out and then it came through was cancelled just as we were finishing up. Um, as we all know, the game didn't go ahead. There's been a lot of split, decision, split decisions in the word. Um, opinion. Opinion over that. Um, I could ask you, what do you think? I, I, I still don't know what I think should have happened. Well, I think the GAA should have given... Sligo a bit of leeway um, I think it's a lead is more good than that in a minute but what's your views on it? I just think look at us I mean from a player's point of view like welfare is the be all and end all and, yeah you know, if, if they, I just think basically there's two decisions here one decision they play you know TV money with revenue but it basically is revenue versus welfare and I mean it's hard to justify <coughs> not going down the rent welfare route when there's a decision to be made yeah, I, I'd agree with Ross. I mean, there seems to be a bit of a split over what we're... Like, I mean, we're kind of hearing two different statements from the county board, from the players. Like, I think the, I think the players wanted to play. Now, whether they wanted to... By meaning that they wanted to play, whether they wanted to play this week, this weekend, well, yeah, into the last that's, weekend... That's, or, that's the key thing, I suppose. It's not... Yeah. not it's not, I think they wanted to play. Yeah. They could play, but... I, I don't... You see, I, yeah. I, I don't think... I, I'd imagine that I think, like, obviously, like, you know, it, it, it's they obviously have the best interests of everybody involved with them at heart. I mean, you know, you've got to think about close contacts to your family and stuff like that. But I think overall, it seems like the players wanted to play. Um, it seems like they had to make a call early in the week. Like, exactly, I mean, that, yeah. That's what it is. It's like, basically, what's... What, we'll go back. Does, does, Tuesday, it was announced. Yeah, so basically, you know, they had to make a decision <clears> then. It wasn't sure what, what the level of it was. People were still getting tests. We didn't know what cl- how close contacts yeah, were. I, but I mean... And more come out after that. Yeah. Tommaso Shea then tweeted on Wednesday morning, wasn't it? Or was it, yeah, what do we Wednesday morning, or maybe it's yeah. Tuesday night, and created a complete utter storm about it. Yeah, he mentioned as if Sligo were lying, that annoyed me. And I also heard people involved in Sligo J kind of mention that as well. Oh, we knew with this coming two weeks ago, that kind of is, yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine anyone was saying two weeks ago, right? We're her COVID cases planned now for two weeks' time, yeah, you know, so. That my O'Shea came on Ocean FM there. I didn't. I kind of listened. Yeah, I have listened to it as well. Yeah. There was nothing new in what he said. Then you go forward to Friday night. It was late enough. It was the players. There's a sta- statement. Talk was it? Like, the game was supposed to. No, the game was cancelled. this stage anyways. So maybe if the players release that statement on Tuesday. I know it's easy to say ifs and buts now. Could, it's just, it's just the what it is like. I mean, there's ifs and buts, but like it's just such an unprecedented moment. Like you know, yeah, exactly. And like there's no, there was no, you know, nothing to look at to say this is the right way to do it or this has happened before and this is how it worked out. But like it's with COVID, like there's just so many uncertainties and you don't know. So it's like they had to make a call early in the week, um, and at that stage, then you had to just look at the welfare and go with, go that way with it. You know? Yeah, I think it feels kind of though like the county board tried. Look, I'm not going to go down the road of criticizing people involved in an amateur organization, but 
it does, like, again, from the total outside looking in, it feels like to me that the county board kind of made the decision for the players. Um, like, I don't, it, it doesn't feel like they seek for a postponement. Rather well, than, that's a lot of people are kind of getting annoyed, yeah. well, annoyed about it and saying, yeah. Like, I mean, they've just conceded. Yeah, yeah, they just conceded the game. I mean, like, I, I know there's very little leeway in the championship this, this this year, but they could have played this week and the kind of final could have been next week. There but is. Was there precedent? Well, this is my problem. Games back, where they put it back into a corner that they couldn't put games forward because it well, already no, happened. Well, John Horn came out and said, he came out only last week and said he's the president of GA and said, we'll only um, think about postponements at all our inside final stage, right? Yeah. Now, the Sligo Gallup game was two games away from the semi final. All that was in between it was their game, then the Connor final, then you're on the semi final. Now, who gets to Lyon in the semi final? The best teams. And then they'll think of elite, then they'll think of postponements. That's pure elitism to me, Completely, in my, yeah. my opinion. And that's why I think Tomas O'Shea's comments, and I think it was leveled at him, and I never seen him respond to it, that what would have happened if it was Dublin and Kerry. 100%. Do you know? But Dublin went to the championship last Saturday. But not I a think, chance. Not, not a hope. Even I think. Uh, yeah, which were not Sunday, then they were. Exactly. But then, like, with, <laughs> with the availability now of the rapid testing, I mean, why could the game, it's, you know, fast forward to, like, there's no reason why a game these days can't be played on a Wednesday and the final played on a Sunday. No, but the GA contradictions as well. A few weeks back, they say, well, a few weeks back, they said they weren't tied to the 19th of December all Ireland final day. Push things back a week. Jesus Christ. That makes common sense, like. Yeah. But, but they, they have a couple of gap weeks. With, with, the, with the football and that, they were no, no problem yeah. putting games back. Like, I know the Dublin herders have, and Cavan, like Cavan this weekend, they've been on three weeks in a row, like in four weeks in a row. Yeah, so yeah. Like, you can take, what's, what's a week going to do if, because there's nothing, there's nothing planned for January or February at this stage or anything, any day next year at all. But wasn't there so FAI Cup clashes with the soccer that they were able to put back? And it was well, yeah, like, that was my Derry, Derry City. Okay. Was in Derry, yeah. And then, but like, that wasn't even, you know, it didn't make any news, but I think this is because it was the first <coughs> Gaelic team of, of, of hopefully. Yeah, possibly, but also on that, the Offaly hurlers and the Sligo hurlers didn't field their first Chrissy Ring games. I could be wrong. Well, I don't know if they conceded, but they couldn't field yeah. because of the COVID case and close contacts. And there was no, maybe it's just because it was GEA and I suppose Galway are a big team that more was made of it. Not saying that Sligo yeah, Herders yeah. are awfully hard to a big team, but that's down in Chrissy Ring. It seems to be massively now in, it, the, in the national media. It was, and I think a lot of people have used it for sticks to beat people, maybe their own agendas with as well, to be honest. In yeah. around Sligo and outside of Sligo. Yeah, yeah. It does feel that way. Um, like, a bit of I think there's just fear that their Sligo were setting a precedence that other teams are going to start uh, not pulling out, but you know, not being able to field. And then that'll affect the, the competition, the integrity of the competition. And then, obviously, if matches aren't going ahead, then people are losing revenue from money streams from, from the matches going ahead. And yeah, I know that whole point to it, yeah, as well. But um, I'm more about the playing side myself. Like, I don't think calling up club players wasn't... Uh, uh, that wasn't the work in my opinion, the, the ter- panel of 32, right, they've said, and maybe 18 were available, is what we hear. Now people, can you go with 18 to Galway to Salt Hill? Some would say, yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably, can, injury, there was injuries as well now, in fairness, but do the other players who are out for, who are only, only going to be out for two weeks because of uh, a virus that has taken over the whole world. Yeah. Like, did yeah. they deserve a chance for training? Well, under 20s, you know, call up under 20s. They, they, they were knocked out back in, I don't know if they're, tra- I think they are back training at the minute, but I don't know about that. There's no junior team really this year because there's been no junior championship. So, look, I know a lot of people wanted ball played. I would love to see the game go ahead myself, yeah. but I think should, Sligo should have deserved the chance to have it go ahead in the right circumstance. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that, yeah. Right. Then rumours come out actually you heard as well, <laughs> that Galway had it, but didn't. Th- now this obviously isn't true because they're yeah. in the kind of final this weekend. But oh, talk! I texted the talk that sixteen Galway players had it and didn't say anything. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to be honest, like we've already seen in a couple of the club championships, like 
I think it's and it could happen in this All Ireland that a guy tests positive on a Saturday, and he is told by his manager to play on a Sunday and say nothing. Good to see this. You seen this it in the top championship? Well, that it happened in Waterford with that done. Oh, sorry, team. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they were t- they tuck the trophy. I, yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't mind it was the Waterford Intermediate Football Championship. I mean, yeah. we go preseason. I might get out for it. <laughs> <laughs> He's won for twice now, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, we can't go to New Zealand. We can't go to Waterford. Yeah, I forgot about that, actually. Yeah, that was that was mad. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think, like, yeah, it, 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 it is going to be... I, I would mean, say players are under pressure. Just say it's the other in same final or final day, and you, your chest... You, no, you show uh, one symptom, which is no taste. Now, you know you get away playing a game with no taste. <laughs> yeah. You go tell someone right. and risk losing, missing out in another final. Isn't there a thing as well that players would have felt under pressure from their workplaces as well? Like, bear in mind, they're going back well, into the Well, that's a big thing. That's a massive so thing. If, they, if there's a COVID scare in the camp and your employees are saying, you're staying in that camp and you're expecting to come into work here on Wednesday, Thursday, like, yeah. you've got to speak to that aspect. But there's big things as well, like, questions need to be answered, I've seen, and, like, heads need to roll type thing. But, like, Connacht Rugby, who are professional, haven't been able to play their last two games because the professional opponents... Yeah. have caught COVID Correct. they're in a bubble and they caught it yeah. Yeah, now, I actually how just does Joe Soap the student who goes training catch of course he's more yeah. risk catching it. Like, it can happen to anyone yeah. I, I thought like, I, people were nearly like giving out to the players that they caught COVID I mean yeah. it's such a neat like, yeah I, I, I thought that myself I felt that and that it annoyed sounds, me it did annoy me it sounds absolutely but, crazy that you could blame someone for picking up this virus yeah, they, were, they, were, they, were, they were obviously um, they obviously weren't doing the protocols I've seen all this thing and this and that like nonsense absolute nonsense yeah. absolute nonsense but uh, that's back to a grinds my gear type thing. I think, <laughs> bottom line is, they should have had the chance to play the game. Yeah. Realistically, I think everyone's played now in the championship. I know London and New York weren't in it, but that's a different story completely. Sligo are the only team that didn't get to play a championship game this year. So, that... Are the lessons learned all around is the question. Like, is it going to happen again? Well, it could come out. It's Tuesday today. It could yeah. easily come out for the weekend. So someone has someone had, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cases are going down a bit. But that's, that's my thought on that. I thought they deserved it. So Sligo had no football... This year at all. I don't know what that means for Paul Taylor or what is going to happen there. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. No, it's, um, it'd be kind of up in the air in the minute, I suppose. Yeah, um, um, well, no one knows when the football's going to start next year. I think GA are going to release a kind of draft plan in December of what they plan to do for next year. But sure, no one knows what's going to happen after Christmas anyway. Yeah. Like, as I said, someone, the pandemic doesn't care about a Connacht saying fine in the west of oh. Ireland. <laughs> it really and it should do. Yeah, it should. <laughs> oh my God, Salt Hill would have been a big one. But, um, no, that's that. And I, I suppose we'll probably hear more about the future players and management coming down the line. But um, they didn't get a chance to play in the championship and I think that's a sad thing to be honest. It is, after the effort put in. Yeah, yeah. Hurlers were beaten, gallant effort in the Christie ring, which was effectively a quarter final. I was trying to I seen Neil McKenna, I shouldn't mention too much, but he was tweeting the other day. He couldn't figure out the structure of Chris Dream because I was trying to figure it out myself. I mentioned the pod last week. Yeah, I had a look at it after you said it last week and my mind still twisted about it. Wicklow kind of got punished for beating Roscommon in the first round. Yeah. Roscommon seemed to get a bye to a quarterfinal where the bets lie going in is by three points. So, so they appear to be true to the semi-finals of it now, didn't it? Basically, yeah. yeah. It was supposed to be it was supposed to be a group uh, structure, but anyways, that went out with the COVID. But, um, Seems seen, like a good performance from the yeah, hurlers now. Yeah, Derek, Derek Cox um, sent a tweet out. He's seen... Um, I might just find it here because there's a few few different stats in it. Yeah, I think that missing, myself. Yeah. missing from last year. Like, I mean, they stayed, they stayed very close to them because like, I suppose Sligo will be playing, like they were playing their league at the, the, the very bottom rung of Hurling. Yeah, 3B. You know, they got promoted from 3B to 3A. First ever Christian Ring game, which is true. Uh, nine of last year's winning record cup team unavailable, including four All-Stars in the past two years. Seven debutants, seven more newcomers who were on the bench. Ten GA clubs representative. I think there's only five G- Hurling clubs in Sligo, so obviously the spread the, is... The mix, yeah, yeah. yeah. 92 at the Buckies, all scored 10 minutes left and lost by three. They weren't, they weren't far away at all. This wasn't 
there was updates in radio, which I listened to a bit, but this wasn't, there was no streaming of this, which was pretty shitty. To be yeah, honest. yeah, very shocking. disappointing, actually. I would have watched I was it. following the scores and then it just stopped after a while on, online. Well, yeah, it's in that league. Like, I don't know what the, the 4G is in that league. Check in that league if you can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it was disappointing, I suppose, but I don't know. It's progress made. They're out of that dungeon they were in, I suppose, in the league. So that's a step up. And I don't know how it works now, actually. Again, I don't know how it works. Is there relegation to Chris Deering? Because the record winners are going to have to come up. So does someone have to go down? Are they no, the season's over actually. Are, are they forfeiting relegation this year? I think in possibly maybe that's it. So, but then as I, that was back to the rugby last week. There's no reward for, yeah, no, for no winning the, winning the racket cup. There has to be something. Anyways, um, yeah, they were unlucky, but a uh, lot there to look at the future. Like, like I know the likes of Kevin Banks wasn't played. There's a few transfers in. Is the Hannafy brothers? Is it? Um, yeah, Gerald Kelly Lynch scored twelve Lynch, points. Yeah. I think. Um, um, his brother plays as well, doesn't he? Tony, yeah, and Connor Griffin as well. They're another dual player playing. So. Yeah, it's disappointing this was that they're out. Uh, West Com would have been playing a higher standard than this was. Um, and the Sligo team is very much a work in progress. a very young team. Yeah, it bodes well for the future, though. Like, I mean, it does, yeah. You know, like, my hurling knowledge wouldn't be huge, but, like, you know, West Common have always played. So you played. went to a failure with Calgary back in the day, probably, did you? No, I never played. Did you not? Never played. Oh, no, yeah. And even with a good golf swing like I had, yeah. I never never <laughs> took up the hurl. I thought it would ruin the golf swing, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's the hurlers, but, yeah. Yeah, no, but look, just, uh, I, I just think, I know they've lost, and, like, you know, like, sports teams don't really do moral victories, but. I was just very impressed, you know, knowing the standards that Roscommon would have been playing at compared to the Sligo team. And as Darius pointed out in that tweet, um, you know, all the changes that have been in the Sligo team this year. I don't know, it just seems impressive. It might be someone we look at getting on the show at some stage, maybe uh, someone oh, yeah. with a hurling involvement. You know? there and had a bit of a tumultuous year with the management and WhatsApp being sent to wrong numbers and stuff. Happened the best of us. It has happened when, he, when he's a man. That fear that comes over you once you realise. <laughs> delete for everyone, but they've seen it already. But anyways, that's that's another point. Uh, the ladies didn't have such a... Success, well, the Turners was didn't have a successful day, but the ladies also were beaten. They were up in Kinnegad against Kildare. Strong Kildare. I was actually at the game against Kildare last year in Tupper Carina playing championship. It was a lot tighter than this. 5-13 to 4 points. Not a good day for the ladies in the intermediate championship, lads. No, it doesn't... Um it, well, not not a great result, I suppose. Um, I think that's them probably. To th- play Clare next week, um, again, um, I need to get on to some PROs or whatever. To play Clare, uh, that's in tune. That's the last group game. It's a dead rubber, and I think in terms of getting through, I'll have to. I trying to find a league table earlier for it, but uh, to play Clare in tune during the weekend, but it'll be. It'll, it'll, it'll take some fight to bounce back from that. You were admiring the headline and the. the, <laughs> well, the yeah, well, the, there, was was great, there was a great write up there from uh, Alana there in uh, in Kinnegad. Just you know, like, look, I suppose they'll they'll be disappointed with how, how the season's turned out so far. Um, but um, I think with the ladies team, they they've been progressing over the last couple of years as well. Yeah, they have. They might, yeah, they mightn't be at the level they were a few few years ago. But this intermediate, uh, it's tough. Right now, in fairness. Yeah, it'd be um, a big step up there from. And it, I, I just went through the team. A lot of the, I suppose, older regulars that you would associate with them during the year or during the years over the years, their success weren't there. But no, it wasn't to be for them. They lost. They had a heavy defeat. But they played Clare this weekend and hoping to bounce back from that. Um, anything? G. Oh, I mentioned actually a GA podcast. <coughs> Connor yeah. Parkinson. Oh, geez, yeah. Um. No. He might be everyone's cup of tea, but I don't believe he put that in on purpose, as everyone's saying, to stitch up. I can't see how what it would have done good for him. What, what good for his career is that done? Like, I mean, how is he going to... Who's going to give him interviews? Do you want to explain well, the situation? It. He's lost all the county matches yeah. now, surely. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Do you think so? <laughs> no, I, I, left, I want to hear, like, I, I just... How, I'm thinking, why would he? How does how does it not take it out, though? I think laziness, pure laziness. 
You wouldn't see that in the Sligo Way podcast. Well, we I nearly left those bits in last week. I could have took out, but the newspaper reviews. <laughs> but um, Brendan Price, I didn't do anything too wrong, but it's bad enough. He's on for Philip. Yeah, yeah. Fellas are worth. The interesting take I'd have from that now is if if the players want Eddie Brennan to stay on as the manager, what do the county board do? Well, nothing. I don't Has there been any, any communication? Any, I don't any, know. It's, it's been all quiet since, since you came out and called a fellow weasel for um, writing about it on Twitter. See? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, he, they, he only got, they lost to Clare by a point, was it? Was it Clare? No, they lost, but I think it was a four name, was it? Um, yeah, they played Clare in Kilkenny. Yeah, sorry, it was maybe it was four. Well bet by Dublin. They bet Dublin last year in the championship. It was massive. And they, they gave a typical game of the Ireland quarterfinal. Um, so he's obviously improving it. I mean, oh, he is. Big, yeah. you know, oh, no, there's no doubt about that. He but just, he just wants is, more back, and yeah. I think he wants it's money. But his they, heart's in the right place. In fairness, you know, he mentions his own fee then or something like it's just he was not caught badly. He didn't think too wrong, but it shouldn't have went out like um, it's like in the Simpsons <laughs> or Gabo and Kemp Rockland. That are the that are whole SOBs. <laughs> all the kids in Springfield are SOBs. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that all the kids in Leash, but uh, bad day. Parkson actually tweeted me last night privately. <laughs> um, I didn't say anything. I said I might listen to the hour 18 version. I said the hour 11 version. And he just asked her to take it down. And I said, no bother. And he said, thanks. And that was it. And then he did go fight. Nice show of respect there. Uh, so, yeah, he was putting fellow, on a few fellow, fellow potters. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it might be a job there for us. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's GA lads. Um, back next week. The ladies playing Claire. I don't think much else going around. We might, we might get chatting a few. Uh, do you watch Kerry Cork actually? It was a dour game. <laughs> She's some finish. What a finish. Um, I roared. I, you. I, didn't even, <laughs> I, I didn't even think they were going to get the equaliser, let alone uh, no. the goal. No. I was disappointed, obviously, with my Kerry roots that uh, Kerry got knocked out. I also had a financial investment in them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which one it was. But, uh, you carried with the All Ireland, didn't you? I carried with the All Ireland. In a random double with Lewis Hamilton to win Sports Personality of the Year. He is going to win it, isn't he? Yeah, once I found out Rashford wasn't eligible. Oh, um, is he still not? They're, 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 they're I think they're going to stand by that. They'll give him a special murder award. So um, Kerry, Kerry, Kerry were brutal, I thought. They were so brutal, yeah. Well, I suppose they weren't going to beat the doubles playing like that. No. Anyway, do you know. The so. conditions were like, you're not going to get uh, those conditions. Ah, they were, yeah. yeah. But I thought, as you said, that last winner in hell on affairs, the great patience and the great patience at the end of the game as well, a normal time to win the draw that last three. But remember, Sean, Sean Meehan, his number six, drove through and looked like, ah, oh, here comes Eagle Eisen Point then. And he kind of thought, oh, I can't shoot here. Pass yeah, out yeah, the fella yeah. who said, taught the same. Pass back, Connolly shot was up, and I said, that's final whistle. And the buck, Mark Keane, popped up and back at the He was at Collingwood, was he? He's still at Collingwood. And surprise, How does that work? Surprise released him. They let him play. Because actually, they're playing Tipperary um, in the final this weekend. And I can't think of his first name. O'Reardon from Tipperary. He's over with Cawthorn. I could be wrong. But he's with an AFL club as well. And they haven't released him. Jeez. But he's a top player. like. Yeah. So he's in their backroom team now because he can't play. So they were saying Tipperary were requesting to get him released for this weekend, but they won't do it. But Collingwood are doing it for the book. That's nice. So, yeah, up the pies. But that's it, lads. That's you. Um, we're going to come back with... Do, 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 do. Clearing a page here. Oh, yeah, lock of the week. Lock of the week. That's right, Jimmy. <laughs> It'll be Smooth Jimmy's Lock of the Week. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. Okay, it's time for Smooth Jimmy's Lock of the Week. Uh, number two. Talk about number one. We talked a little bit about the show. Not a good day for us. Like. Not a good day, yeah. Good we weekend, sorry. Weekend. Forget about it, move on. <laughs> that's gone. Congratulations, Ross, on your panic win. Murty, over to you. Right, so yeah, we're back with uh, Smooth Jimmy's Lock of the Week. Um, Ross, again, has gone to the, to the rugby zone. Um, Ireland against Wales Friday night. Ross, give us your selection. I've gone for James Lowe to score a try during 80 minutes. What price did we get on that? Uh, we got 7-5 to five on that. So just just, just a shade of odd, odds against. They're not great odds, aren't they? It's his debut. I... In 80 minutes, yeah. 
No, no, it's, it's not an insult about your lock of the week. Oh, but, um, sorry, it kind sorry, of sorry, is. Sorry. No, I mean, I thought it would be higher. Like, for, like, might be feck all tries in that game. Anyways. It's in now. It's in. Oh, sorry. Oh, so it's, <laughs> it's in. in. Uh, Adrian, we move on to you. Ross, you can critique his one then. Yeah, um, no, no, no. no, I won't because he sports me all now. Ado, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, your selection? I need to apologise again. It wasn't me. It wasn't you. It was Paddy Fowers odds I was getting on about. Uh, I'm going for me old to be Galway in the kind of final. A bit of a lazy bet maybe, but um, yeah, I think although I tipped Roscommon last week, uh, me old look impressive. And I know the league is a league and it doesn't mean much. I know Galway had a different team out. But it's a lot of points to me. Oh, actually, hockey them. And that's a yeah. big distance to make up. No matter who comes back. Yeah. So I know backdoor this year. Do you think it's focused Mayo, Adrian? Well, it could be. You tell me. You're you're the man <laughs> in the know up there. Well, I think it'll be typical Mayo to win the All Ireland this year because there'll be Jesus nobody able to. Christ <laughs> with this, what, sorry, just well, we're veering off on the lock of the week. Would this not be the most Mayo thing it of all time? Would, yeah. The fans can't go. They won't be able to have a celebration. They won't. Do you think? <laughs> well, well they'll have to lift restrictions there for I a couple of days. Up I, I packed a lot of weeks going up. I was up <laughs> working on coke last week, and this fella had to show me around to all the things I was doing, like in the coke machine, ba- coke, coke factory in Balna. So I, of course, uh, treated to this fella. I said, Clear. I go, you're, in, you're into the GA, I suppose. I must get the only Mayo man in in Mayo in the <laughs> not to be interested in GA. <laughs> three days with no, it's not that long, not long, three days. Sport, it? <laughs> How did you bond? Huh? How did you bond? Uh, I t- t- tell him how much I love Coca Cola and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it would be yeah, it would be the most old thing ever. I think to do it. Um, no, they mightn't do this weekend after my thing last. But I think ten to eleven is a good price for me to be calling. Yeah, I like that one too. Um, and then to complete uh, Smooth Jimmy's lock of the week, I've gone for something slightly different. Um, it's for the U.S. Masters um, for the three balls on Thursday. So I've gone with Xander Schauffele to win his three ball at ten to eleven. Uh, he's playing great golf. I expect him to be up there at the end of it. Uh, I do think Bryson DeChambeau might overpower the course this week, but um, yeah, this bet is only for him to win his his, his match on Thursday. Uh, he's in there with Vijay Singh, who um, wouldn't really have a chance against uh, a guy like this at the minute. So I like that one at 10 to 11, and that makes this week's lock of the week 7.75 to 1. So James Lowe, score try anytime, Mayo, and Xander Schauffele to win his three ball. On Thursday, On yeah. Thursday, right. That's Lock of the Week, Smooth Jimmy. Oh, the Sligo, Sligo dancer. There's a Kaylee in the tavern, come on in. Will you drive the ball down the field, or what do you do? Okay, Sligo dancer, week two. Here we are. Uh, Sligo stats romped home last week with the percentage. I was disappointed Marty Morris, he didn't get more traction. He didn't, he wasn't replying. No. Even though a fella from Clare, you know, um, plays with Clare Herders, kind of wrote, <laughs> kind of tried to get him in. RT uh, policy on accepting white fronts. Marty's going to be accepting for years. People throwing them at him in the stands. <laughs> like, like Joe Dolan of uh, GEA. <laughs> Uh, I want them to win, to be honest, but um, no, Sligo Stats. Just shows you the following of Sligo Stats. Yeah, big, yeah, big, powerful, following. big so beast. We'll get them to you. Okay, lads. Um, it's going to be a text there. <laughs> Great work on the podcast, Willie Rogers. Great play to Willie Rogers is the question. To <laughs> <laughs> answer the week. Um, no, I'll go to you first, Marty. Um, yeah, my uh, nomination for Dancer of the Week this time, I was going to just nominate uh, the overall Sligo Rovers team, but uh, I've gone for that absolute... Uh, jungle panther of a save in the sticks. <laughs> like, yes. like a jungle panther jumping across there. That's <laughs> can we make a segment uh, the jungle panther play of the week? <laughs> yeah, I like but that. He was, uh, yeah, just hoovered that header out last night. I, my, 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 my 
Gordon Banks S. My Sligo Dancer of the Week nomination this week, going for two in a row, is Ed McGinty. Yeah. You're writing down Jungle Panther there. I also like Jungle Panther. use that one again. on the football side myself. And since you went rowers, I thought I'd go with the boys up up the road who done us a favour. The boys passed the Barnes Moor Gap. Um, we'll see Biddy Barnes open again now soon. But anyways, <laughs> I'll go for Ollie Horgan. Uh, charismatic character. One, Great character. Yeah, one, one that um, the league and football and sport in general needs. Yeah, he's good. And he's done some job with them, in fairness. And uh, I'd say less than a shoestring budget. Big time. So, yeah, although wouldn't be the Harris' biggest fan, but last night we were. So, Ollie Horgan with my dancer of the week, and I hope he wins, because I say he would wear the jocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's me, Roscoe. Yeah, just keeping in the vein of the Rovers team, um, I'm also going to stick with Rovers for dancer of the week. Listen to the commentary last night with Keith O'Dwyer. It, um, it just made me pause and, and remember a time back in 2011 to the FAI Cup final. Under overs about Shelburne, we uh, went back to the, the Liffey ba- Valley Hotel, I think, and it was a, it was a big night. Uh, woke up the next morning in Shane Ward's room, I believe, and um, Keith O'Dwyer came into I the room. I realise it's Wardy when you're telling Wardy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, so w- woke up the next morning, uh, Keith O'Dwyer came into the room. Uh, I had actually a, a mate over from New Zealand at the time who'd never even been to a football game in his life. So his first ever match was in, it was in the, the Aviva Stadium, so... Woke up the next morning, I was like, where, the fell, where did this fella head off to? Kate the Dwyer pops in the door and goes, Ross, can you come and take your friend out of my room? He's naked and won't stop snoring. <laughs> so, Kate, you found him in the corridor, you brought him in, you gave him, you gave him a place to stay that night. Never he took, got to he ta- took his clothes off. That's okay. <laughs> Adrian's words there now. I, I don't think he took his clothes off. Um, so, Kate, never got to say thanks on behalf of uh, Jimmy Muir from Taranaki. So, Kate, you're my dancer of the week. <laughs> very good, very good. Um... That would usually be it, but we're going to come back with a little more correspondence after this. Hello, my name is Mr. Burns. I believe you have a letter for me. Okay, Mr. Burns. Uh, What's your first name? I don't know. Okay, we're back with a second correspondence uh, bit this week because we tweeted while recording to get any correspondence in, and hello, you did. So (laughs) so we better read them out now before they're stale next week. Um, I'll start. First one uh, comes from Ryan Lynch at Ryan one four one at Ryan Lynch one four one on Twitter. Um, you were tagging this Marty, so it's Shady McGee here. Or is it? Yeah, Shady McGee here. <laughs> Just wondering how does Mert get his hair so luscious and healthy looking? Hashtag Silver Fox. Marty. Well, that's, it's always nice to hear the compliments. I think that's come in from uh, Ryan's housemate there, uh, Laura. Um, okay, sorry. I thought he did. Yeah, he had a different name. He'd call himself Shady McGee. Yeah, as well, that'd be okay. Yeah, so um, they acting. I think. Yeah. 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 Pop, pop, pop. So uh, I, I suppose I've got like just one tip for for keeping your hair. Uh, what do you call it? Luscious and healthy. Luscious looking. and healthy. Yeah, I condition every second day. Some people make the mistake of conditioning every day. Right. Huge wow. mistake. Yeah. Every second. Every okay, second yeah, day. Okay. Condition every second day. Uh, usually banana extract. I find is the best. <laughs> <laughs> you, not eucalyptus, no. No, no banana. Right. Oh, always banana. Rinse, lather, and repeat. Uh, that's the old tactic, isn't it? Uh, very good. Uh, yep, nice hair. I haven't noticed your hair before, but nice hair. Uh, you go next. <laughs> you can read the next one out, Roscoe. What have we got here? Um, we have from John Bannigan. Um, and Martin, I think this is for you as well. Very popular here with the questions. Um, any tips for how to play Omaha Hilo? Um, Omaha Hilo, it's one of, the, one of the more trickier poker variations to play. Um, 
Actually, what's the context behind this question? And yeah, your sporting hero from last week, Frankie Feeney, um, he got stuck playing a game online. Frankie Montana. Yeah, Frankie Montana. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I've got a lovely uh, face app there of uh, sent to me of uh, yeah, yeah. Frankie. Uh, that must have went around everybody. Frankie, Frankie Feeney really. imposed this Tony Montana. No, and it was, it was and that was actually form. it was John Bannigan who came up with that. Um, no, Frankie got stuck playing. He won a ticket for a, an online Omaha high low game there on Sunday. Uh, so at five o'clock on Sunday, I was settling in to watch Liverpool Man City. Uh, I got a text on my phone uh, just to see what I played for him. Uh, it's a really complicated game. I'm not going to explain it now. But uh, I ended up finishing eighth and cashing $170 for him. So oh, there, was yeah? good, there was a good end to that story. So you did figure it out. So you were oh, I figured it out. Oh, and happy then, days. But it actually went out in a bluff, so I probably over-figured it out, if right. that makes sense. Okay. okay, very good. Marty, you up next. Uh, right, sorry. Now I'm just unlocking my phone. Um, so I, we got one in from uh, Paul Shooter Kelly. Um, he asked, will one of uh, Rover's most famous fans, Paddy Joe Burke, be able to attend European fixtures in July? Uh, Paddy Joe, as we know, uh, he's an absolute character. He could uh, rock up in the showgrounds in a Roscommon jersey. It's not something you'd see there all this the time. The hairdresser from Roscommon Town. Does the, the barber from? Yeah, yeah he, he landed no, with his, he landed with a lunchbox full of food up oh. to the up to the old uh, the old Volkswagen end. Sorry, that's now the, the pet stop end. Uh, Paddy's a character. Uh, yeah, shooter. I hope we get uh, that. I hope the Germans have helped us out with that vaccine yesterday, and we all get to go to Europe next year. He could get a fucking haircuts on the plane over as well. If that goes through. Um, one more here, Brendan Fitzsimons. I'm going to try and pronounce, even though it's probably an easy thing. Brendan. I was trying to tackle that myself there, and I. Brendan Fitzsimons. Fitzo Sligo on Twitter. Uh, bit of chat on the, bit of chat on the go, but sorry, a bit of chat on the gone but not forgotten of Sligo Leitrim. Will we ever see El Chafico again? Now, I must explain to people who don't know El Chafico will be the Chafpool Derby, Chafpool Rovers. Versus Chatpool United. Yeah, the, the way I think about this game, I think Celtic Rangers. Yeah. Boca Juniors River Plate, Barcelona Madrid. Yeah. The, the world stops right. Bonin Adden shuts down. Shuts River, down. Yeah. Shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. We had often we had talked about getting a bus up there one morning and getting a few flares, <laughs> a few cans. <laughs> uh, look, Brendan, I'd love to see El Chafa go back again. I think it'd just bring a, a new dimension to El Chafa. Would be great to get back. Yeah. Uh, wh- which one are gone at the minute? Chaffpool United play. They're the ones in Mon- the one right. team in Bunnaden still play. Yeah. So the Rovers are gone. The Rovers are gone. Yeah. <sighs> I remember a story about Keyside days. Right. <laughs> that was a few wild days then. It was always Chaffpool. Um, we played. Not sure who was top of the league. We were in Division One in in Sligo Leitrim, and we. I think it could have been Clare Rovers. It was tight, and I I, I later deflect defected to Clare Rovers. That's another story for another day. Um, <coughs> so there's three game, there's two games left, and I think we bet Clare Rovers. Um, yeah, we did. No, sorry. Anyways, whatever happened, we went ahead of them. Okay, and it was in our own hands, and we, we were top, and we had Chapel Rovers at home, who hadn't won a game all year, and only two points, and we we're flying at the top. We had a serious team like Bellew and all. Fellas have played the league of Ireland. But there was a few points Saturday night. Of course, and um, I didn't. Me and Heinz didn't get there till around twenty minutes into the game. I think we were wearing uh, we were wearing, we dressed as snooker players night snooker snooker players night four. We get McHugh McHugh actually ran across the pitch. Anyways, Chapo got the early goal and batting down the hatches, <laughs> <laughs> and the weary men of Keyside cut and break them down. Absolutely fucked up a league. <laughs> we went out and bet Ballygoldy next week, but it didn't matter because Clare Rovers went and bet Ballysadair, so they won the league. So. A win would have done us against Chapel, who hadn't won all season, and they were struggling for a team at one stage. I think they just started, might have started with ten, and they still better. So <laughs> that's my Chapel. So I hope to see El Chapo come back again. It'd be great to get. 
Yeah, well, I think um, there's actually like even a story like that. I think we look for uh, plenty of junior football stories over oh, there. There's, there's loads, some yeah. great ones. Yeah. I have a few myself from the, the old Cartron days. We once played a season losing 17 of 18 games. The one, the game we won was a walkover against Innisfree Celtic. So, <laughs> that was a particularly impressive year. But uh, yeah, thanks for that question, Brendan. There's definitely more about junior soccer we want to do over the next couple of weeks anyway. Um, yeah, Hi, sorry for delving off the question there, but that was my bit of chat pool trivia. But it would be great to get up to the Bun Adam Bowl again and get the flares out, as you say, Marty. And there was one question on Facebook. Uh, Liz Bannigan, when is Super Monday? Um, I think I know what that's referencing to a big drink in the Bannigan's house one Monday when I dressed up in Declan's. DHL gear and we paint ourselves black with coal because they had a good tan. So Liz, that we don't know when Super Monday and hopefully it'll never happen again. Uh, <laughs> um, simpler times. Simpler, simpler times. That. Yep, that's <laughs> that's it. I suppose is it? Yeah, I think we've yeah covered. I suppose next week I think we might have a couple of interviews. Yeah, we have a few <laughs> interviews lined up uh, lined up next week. Um, not sure how it's structured. We might get them out with the pod. It depends what the, what the news is with us for this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, but, see. we'll see how the technology um, works for us. We're, we're, we're learning. We're learning. It's a learning experience. And I suppose thanks for all the nice texts and messages come through. But um, keep Marty, the texts coming in, yeah. Roscoe, keep... thank you. Um, big thanks to Tano on the sound here beside us, lads. It up. Pleasure as always. We hit the road. Happy with that. Good man. Right. I'm going back to where the beach is near. The beer is to you. There's plenty of women out of the crowd. Walking here on the point of second, the whistle is gone, the and Sligo Rovers are the champion. By the riverside, no, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Back in the room, back in the Sligo way. In the bookie shop, I done. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.